Again. We're back. We're finally back after a decade, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. I, don't I guess why. you could say. I mean, we did and we did start a new decade, so. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, we've just our schedules haven't our lined schedules, up. <laughs> our schedules have been fucked. We also I mean, holidays kind of got in the way. Yeah, too. definitely, for it sure. Was, but you know, I mean, we kind of got a good break. Yeah. But. Yeah. Here we are. I'm ready to, we are ready to pump out some shit. Oh, like, yeah. I can't wait. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, I missed, I missed the podcast. I missed the podcast. I, I missed Angelica. I know, I missed Devin. Jeez. Um, so, this is Cosmic Relief. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Cosmic Relief. <laughs> I feel like we've never said that since, oh. like, the first episode. <laughs> uh, with Devin Villasista. And Angelica Strainer. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Oh, so I have some housekeeping. Okay. <laughs> so my dumbass brain thought that <laughs> Greta Gerwig and Greta Thunberg were the same people. And uh, guess what? They're not. They so, kind of are if you want them to. I mean, I want them to be because <laughs> I'm embarrassed. But um, when I was talking about the 1975 song, mm. it was Greta Thunberg. Oh, yes, I love she it. has like a it's like a speech about mm. climate change. Did you change. say Greta Gerwig? I did. I said Gre- Greta Gerwig because this is I why thought, I should listen to the podcast. Yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, <gasps> and then I saw a tweet that was like, not me thinking that these people are the same people, and I said, oh my god, <laughs> that's me. And then I realized that, um, in fact, Greta Gerwig is a director, and yeah. Greta Thunberg is the. Small Swedish activist. Activist. Yeah, we love her. She um, has a book all about like essays written. Oh, like all her speeches given. Cute. I love I want, that. I love her. That. See, um, I do uh, need to see a Greta Gerwig film. You've never seen Lady Bird? No, I haven't seen Lady Bird. <laughs> the way Devin just looked at the computer. I'm looking at the screen right now, so <laughs> just visualize me staring deeply into your eyes. Ooh. That might be kind of scary, mm. especially. That's scary. Okay, it's a little scary. But stop. I'm looking that. deeply into your eyes because I'm scared. Because I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> um, I know, I know. I need I to watch Lady Bird. Yeah, we need to watch we'll it. We'll watch it like right yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> Bye. We're not doing the podcast. <laughs> this episode is actually going to be us just talking through Lady Bird. <gasps> Could you imagine how we fucking do fun that. that would be? I really want to do an episode where we like talk Analyze through a like a movie or like a like TV show or something. And Lady Bird's relatively, really short. So. Oh, okay. Okay. It. Anyway, so today's that's episode, not this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's upcoming, hopefully. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so with today's episode, it's a new decade, y'all. So today we wanted to talk about the five things we learned in 2019. I think this would be a good way to you know get our feelings out, get our thoughts out, yeah. and start off the new decade, seeing what we learned last yeah, year. Yeah, what we can carry on. Yeah. 
into the near decade. What are we going to manifest, ladies yes. and gents? Called our demographic is no gents. <laughs> I'm the only gent here. <laughs> In Holden. Oh, yeah. Holden. He's by the fireplace. He should come over here. He should. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are we starting? Yeah. You go first. I go first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about is that um, I started therapy again in 2019. Okay. That's good. Um, I have never really been a fan of therapy. Um, it never really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up just kind of lying and being like, I'm okay to like get out of there so I didn't have to go anymore. Yeah. Or I, would, I just stopped going. Um, but, you know, moving and I was just having a rough time. So I thought, you know, why... Why not? Let's just try one more time. Mm-hmm. And first therapist that I saw here, she was the one. Yeah. Like, I never knew therapy could be so good. Like, I ne- like mm-hmm. you know, I never thought it could help me the way that my therapist now has helped me. And so my view on therapy has really changed. Because before I was like, oh, it doesn't work for me. Like, I know it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. And I still do understand that and I know that. But now I get what people are saying when they're like, I love therapy. Because, like, I never never loved therapy. But now I do. I should Um, probably do that for myself. You should. Go see a therapist. Go see my therapist. I I should. her so much. I know. Angelica talks about, what's her name? (laughs) Jamie. Jamie, if you're listening, <laughs> this chick loves you, and I think that she's gonna re- recommend you to everyone. She, she literally knows. asked me when we were recording our next episode. Yeah, she's so she's, cute. Does she listen? I don't know if she listens. I haven't asked, but I don't think she, she would. I don't know. Yeah, she like that's be like, like weird, you know. But um, she's like I'm trying to you be know, She's a feminist bitch, and yeah. I love her, and she's. Well, she's also so beautiful, which is like, yeah. I thought that was going to be distracting at first, but I don't know. I have, but you became maybe, friends with her. It makes almost, it easier like, to talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. I got her this little, friends, I didn't get, it. she's my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> she's friends. You know, it's easy to open up to her, which I've never really had before. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I got her this little sticker. I didn't get it for her, but like it was free. And, but it said um, for all women kind. Oh yeah. And I you gave, gave her that. And then we spent about like 10 minutes talking about feminism and I was like, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Um, oh, what about, um, what was the first, one of the, um, oh, when she said we as women. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, I knew I was in love with her right yeah. then. And, um, she curses and I'm like, <gasps> you know, cause like therapy has always felt so like weirdly formal yeah, to yeah. me. Mm. And I think that's also why it made me uncomfortable mm-hmm. because I'm like, how am I supposed to like bear my soul to yeah. these people that are so formal and like, you yeah. know, when this is supposed but, to be a place where you can open up freely. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, and she's like, fuck that. And yeah. I was like, <gasps> and so now, you know, um, and she's relatively young, right? Yeah. 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 She's like, I can't imagine her being any older than her thirties. Yeah. Okay. Um, but God, she's gorgeous. Anyway, uh, and amazing. And so seeing her really, really helped me yeah. last year a lot, a lot. Cause I've always, you know, I've kind of been, I've been taken advantage of mm-hmm. a lot, um, yeah. by multiple people mm-hmm. and, um, you know, 
I'm just very trusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm the complete opposite. And I always <laughs> see the best in people. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just let people use me as a doormat. And, um, you know, and then I get really hurt when they, like, actually hurt me and leave and take advantage of me. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, my first thing is... Um, I learned how to set healthy boundaries for myself um, with people. That's good. Um, I've had a few issues with our manager. And um, one in particular was really, really bad. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to handle it, really. Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. knew that it it was really bad. And so I talked to Jamie. And she was like, no, like, you need to tell her how to treat you. Yeah. And she's like, because she's just going to keep treating you this way if you don't tell her how to treat you. If you don't express the fact that, you know, it's upsetting you. Yeah. And so I had a conversation with our manager and it went better than I thought it was going to go. Yeah. And she really listened and responded. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten better, Mm -hmm. that part of, (laughs) of our relationship between manager and employee so that was um really the first time like I felt like empowered and then um like I'm having boy problems um and I of course read my therapist all the text messages and um she was she high-fived me and she was like I am so proud of you she's like you are setting boundaries mm-hmm. and you, you know, you are being so, um, you're not allowing yourself yeah, to be the doormat. Yeah. Like, I'm not letting people treat me the way that they just want to, you know, because mm-hmm. then I end up getting hurt and it's not fair. Cause I am so like, I have a lot of love to give and I give it out as much as I possibly can. Angelica gives it out very freely. <laughs> you know, it's, it's almost like your detriment of yeah, oh, no, it really is. I think my niceness is one of my fatal flaws. Yeah, and, and it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, it's, it's and that's just... why I have I have a tattoo from the main, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, stay soft but don't be gentle. So mm-hmm. like it's really important to me to keep my kindness, yep. but to not be a doormat anymore. Um, and so, yeah. She was like, that was fucking awesome. Like, you did such a good job. She's like, I'm so proud of you. So you're setting your boundaries, but you did it in a you way where you still remained nice. And And she's like, you have so much grace. And she's like, like, you are such a lovely person. And she's like, you were way nicer than I ever would have been in that situation. I was, I I cried that whole session. But (laughs) it was, you know, it's it's nice to, you know, and... Validated, Validated, yeah, yeah. and to feel like, you know, and she's always, because I feel like I progress backwards a lot, Mm -hmm. um, and, or, like, I feel like I'm not depressed enough, or, like, you know, to be in therapy. That's not true, though. I know, I know. That's not true, because everyone's depression... Sorry, I'm interrupting you. No, you're fine. Depression looks different on everybody. It could be, you know, isolating yourself. It could be going home and secretly crying. Yeah. You know, or it could be, you know, avoiding your friends or it's, there's no level of what depression is. Yeah. So I don't think that 
I've just never felt my, like, my trauma was, like, trauma, you know? Like, it wasn't enough. Like, it was, like, oh, mm-hmm. like, a kind of shitty thing happened to you, whatever. Like, people but have that's... had it worse, which is true, but that doesn't, val- that doesn't make, she really makes my trauma feel validated. Yeah. And then she, you know, she's always applauding me for my efforts and uh-huh. how far I've come. Oh, and, you know, good. she was, like, even, like, just... You know, with me, you have grown so much, especially in you setting healthy boundaries for yourself. So that um, that's my number one. Is that's that. the one th- that one of the things that okay. I learned in 2019 was to set healthy boundaries. So we're just gonna go back and forth here. I'm gonna say my number one, then she'll go do her list too. So when I was writing my list. This came to me, like, instantly. Like, the rest, the other four, I was like, I really had to think about it. Yeah, my first one came to me. Instantly. Instantly. So I think this one means, like, probably the most to me. Um, I wrote down, I just wrote, like, random fragmented sentences because (laughs) I didn't write, I learned this. I learned I'm fucking stupid. Um, So what I wrote for number one was give yourself a pass. And I wrote a tweet or, like, an Instagram post, um recently and it was like you know like dealing with your personality flaws or things that the mistakes that you've made in your life you have to live with that for the rest of your life like when it comes to other people you don't you know if somebody's pissing you off you don't have to speak to them if you can like cut people out but Mm -hmm. you can't cut yourself out yeah for the rest of your life yeah you have to accept your mistakes And you have to give yourself a pass for legitimately everything that you do ever because you have to live with yourself. So for me, like 2019, I was, it was a really big growing experience for me because I was so hard on myself for like ever. And while I'm still hard on myself, like I know that's going to, that's like a lifelong journey (laughs) that like, that's not going to change whenever I would like make a mistake or I did something that I didn't like or I treated someone like badly. I would give myself a pass because, you know, like it's a learning experience for me for the way that I go through life. I feel like everything's a learning experience for me. Yeah. In regards to like school, I had to give myself a pass for, you know, not going back in a timely manner. I had to give myself a pass for not being creative enough. I had to give myself a pass for, the way I treated my friends or the way that I treated my family because I feel like I'm I can be very critical of other people and I can be really harsh sometimes and I want to learn within this next decade and this year I want to be able to you know set healthy boundaries and still you know I can still critique people and people can should critique me but I want it to come from a place where it's not like so aggressive and mean and yeah, I think that's just like one of the things I learned. And I give yourself a pass because you have to live with yourself and there's no other way. I don't know. Yeah. That's really funny because my second one is it's okay to take time for yourself. I'm looking at the screen again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a Capricorn, so mm-hmm. work is like super important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, just this is, 2019 was like a really hard year mm-hmm. for me depression wise. Mm-hmm. And so 
Um, but I'm always, I always feel so guilty, mm-hmm. like calling out of work mm-hmm. or, um, you know, being not myself mm-hmm. because I'm, I am feeling a certain way. Um, and you know, I feel like a lot of people are really surprised when they find out that I have depression because mm-hmm. I don't, I put on a face all the time and I'm always kind of like the, like, uh, happy go lucky, like mm-hmm. sweet person and Mm. so like I don't know and you know a recent really I just I was in a really really bad like depression episode recently and it did affect some of my friendships and Mm -hmm. I you know I feel bad but I really just needed to take that time to take care of myself Like, you know, I had to forgive myself for mm-hmm. um, not going to work. Yeah. And, like, when I, I, I got in trouble for points, but... Um, not even a fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, I had to sign a paper and everything. Which, you know, I understand, like... Were you yeah. Are you serious? Uh, uh, all the shifts that I couldn't get covered, and Margaret had to come in for me. Oh, I said her name. Oops. Anyway, whatever. Oh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, you know, I wasn't as upset as I, like, usually would be Mm -hmm. because I know I needed those days. Like, I know that I was not going to be my best self. And if I were to go, then it would just hurt me more. Why would you put yourself going into something as stressful as work? And yes, work can be stressful regardless of what you're doing. Yeah. Having to, you know, put on a fresh face for, like, people, especially in the service industry, we have to, you know, be, work in retail. Yeah. Why would I risk my mental health to go to work? Yeah. Like, and it's funny because there's such a big stigma about, you know, people going to work regardless, you know, even if you're having bad days. Yeah. Like, it's never, like, it's never considered serious. Your mental health is never considered serious to companies. Oh, yeah. No. It, like... It's crazy that, um, you know, people think that it's, like, imaginary or fake mm-hmm. or, like, you know, it's never really that bad. And, and it's just because people have never experienced mm-hmm. it before. And, you know, like, like my mom fully does not understand, like, mm-hmm. what I'm going through. But she's trying, which I really appreciate. She's helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, not everybody does that. And it's because I'm her daughter that she's really yeah. fucking trying and really you know, understanding, like, of me. Because she used to get mad at me all the time for calling out of work. Mm-hmm. And um, so I would always kind of lie to her and tell her that I went, but I didn't. Um, but I said, fuck that, because we're setting healthy boundaries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's okay for me to take time for myself. Yeah. And... You're not going to know all the answers all at once. Yeah. <clears throat> so you have to give yourself a pass for fucking... Yeah. Not, not going... About it the quote-unquote right way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And most recently when I told her that I had called out and I had called out two weeks in a row. Like, not full weeks, just like on the same day. Uh-huh. I, I called out two Fridays in a row. Mm-hmm. And I told my mom and I told her that I got in trouble with my points. And she said, you know what, Angelica? You needed that time. Like, yeah. you... She's like, don't feel bad. She's like, yeah, it's not good that you got in trouble. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 
you needed to take that time for yourself. And I understand. And I was like, that's very oh my sweet. God, I'm getting like emotional. Yeah. Cause it's been a long road for my mental health and my yeah. mom, yeah. but, um, she's getting better and yeah. I appreciate all the work that she's yeah. doing. Cause I know she doesn't understand. So yeah. it's, it's really nice. It's funny that you say that. Um, I felt like my mom's probably going to listen to this, but I've, <laughs> I've felt a really big change with my mom recently too. Yeah. And I found like a new, like admiration for my mom recently and I feel mm-hmm. like she's going through a process and going through a change recently and I feel like we're kind of going through that together not like it's not like we're having any bad things it's yeah just, I've seen a growth in her and it's kind of been like good to see and you know your parents aren't perfect just like you're not perfect yeah. so you know be her being patient with me and me being patient with her has mm-hmm. been so helpful yeah. and just you know yeah she's learning how i functioning and yep. it's awesome same, same instead of just being scared of it like she was at first so yeah. it's it's nice yeah yeah i love that we've been able to like meet in the middle too yeah so that was your second yep okay so my second i wrote down find the child within yourself oh so for me i've always had problems of like not really knowing who i am or you know, feeling like I'm being an imposter or being fake or I'm just doing things that I don't really feel that is, like, attached to me personally. We love imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. We're going to do an episode about that. We have yeah. to. We should yeah. do that next week. Um, so I think with 2019, I kind of had a lot of self-reflection. And I think as a kid we have like no like doubts about what we like and we're very like honest and unfiltered Mm -hmm. and throughout 2019 I was thinking about like what truly makes me happy what makes me feel like a child um as a kid I've always loved movies and I think when it came with school too I wasn't doing what I wanted to do professionally or in, like a career wise. So I've always just been like apprehensive about going into school again because I want to make sure it's the right decision that I'm going to be making. And I know it's been far too long and people are probably like, bitch, no, get you, fucking going. You take the time that you need. Yeah. See, like I used Give to feel really bad about college. Yeah. Because I dropped out. Yeah. And then I started again mm-hmm. online. And then I got hurt, so I couldn't finish. Yeah. And I haven't... That fuck. I got hurt in 2016, and I haven't gone back to school since. Yeah. So, and, like, I'm better now. Yeah. So why am I not doing it? You know? And I always felt bad, and I was like, it's just not the time yet. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm a little different, because I do know what, like, I want to major in, but I Mm -hmm. understand that, you know, you want... You want to study what you are passionate about, and what you want your goals to be and mm-hmm. figuring it that out is yeah. hard hard as fuck it's hard so you don't you don't mm. and so yeah in I, the tarot I was, reading yes, remember yes. i was i told you i was like i think you're being too hard on yourself yeah about school and yeah. it's okay mm-hmm. it was okay that you took a break and it's yeah. okay if you need to continue taking a break yeah. you're not there's no there's no time limit yeah there's no, no I, time I know, limit i know you don't you don't have to finish school in four years like everybody else. You know, yeah. you don't like take your time and do mm. what do what's 
good for yourself. Like take time for yourself. That's That's why I was saying, that's why my number one is give yourself a pass because I was constantly comparing myself and you know, like who gives a fuck because that's their journey and my journey is something completely different. Exactly. And I really could care less, couldn't care less actually about what other people said about how I should go about things because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I had to, you know, not give a fuck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, find the child within yourself. I think like if I'm giving advice for anybody, like you need to figure out what made you the most happy as a kid, because I feel like that speaks volumes to people later on in life. And I feel like a lot of those, like, you know, I don't know, like self-reflecting, like eye-opening moments, you realize like, oh, I've liked this all along. Why was I doing this the entire time. I don't know. No, I feel that too. Cause I feel like that kind of, that's not on my list, but I, I feel that too, mm-hmm. you know? Um, especially I think after I moved. Yeah. Um, because I told myself that after I moved, mm-hmm. I was going to be myself. Yeah. And that because I like before, um, like I was never open about my sexuality, yeah. which now I'm like really fucking open about, yeah, <laughs> which should. I love and is a relief. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have to worry, like someone's going to find out, yeah. like, you know, because I, I'm really open about it. And like, you know, I was really proud of myself when I finally posted something on Instagram yeah. about me being bi, because, you know, those are the people I was kind of like not hiding it from. Like if they mm-hmm. had asked, like I would have said something, but mm-hmm. it's not, like, it wasn't something I was, like, putting out yeah. into the world, you know? Yeah. So, it was really, yeah, that was a big step for me. So, and I feel like, you know, now I'm doing things that I've always liked but mm-hmm. was told, like, I don't know. Like, I had an ex-boyfriend tell me I wouldn't like playing D&D. Mm-hmm. And I and I always wanted to things. try it. And now I, I love D&D. And I was like, I am a fucking theater kid mm. that loves reading and like yeah. fairy tales and whatever the fuck. Like, you're gonna tell me I won't like D and D. Like, he just didn't want me to interrupt boys' night, but whatever. Oh, God. So you know, and <laughs> like, I'm really embracing like that. I am a giant animation nerd. Yeah. And like, I love Star Wars yes. and like space. And you know, I'm really just like. Sticking to my guns about yeah. what I like. And now I'm kind of figuring out what I do like. Yeah. And I'm kind of finding myself in yeah. that. So that's really cool. I love that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm saying like, we should stop trying to impress other people about what we like or, and you know, just kind of have those eye opening moments l- earlier on in life so that when we are older, we can be more fulfilled. Yeah. We won't have to be 40 years old finally figuring out what we truly like yeah. when we could do it earlier and spend more time liking that for our entire lives. Yeah. Going through a quarter life crisis at fucking 23. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what's your yeah, number three? My number three. Um, I kind of touched on this a little bit ago, but um, I wrote your trauma is valid, but doesn't have to define you. Uh, but like I said, I never, um, I never felt that like, my trauma was actually trauma. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't like bad enough and going to therapy and hearing her say like, you've been through a lot of trauma and she, you know, she's like, you've been through a lot. And like, I don't know. It just hit me that like, 
Yeah, like I have. Just because it's different from others' Mm -hmm. trauma doesn't mean that my trauma is less valid. Or less. There's different experiences that we all go through so that your trauma is tailored to you, which sounds kind of fucking weird, but it's tailored to you and your experience and your journey. Yeah. And that's not going to look the same. And that goes for anything. Nobody is the same. Nobody... Everybody's journey is different, so yeah. you can't. You shouldn't validate things that you go invalidate the things that you go through. Yeah, and I always thought like you know, just it wasn't bad enough to be considered trauma, like you know. And so, he- hearing like the words from my therapist, like you, like you have been through trauma, yeah. like made I don't know, not made me feel good, obviously, because it's my trauma. But it was just like relief. It, was, it, it was, was like a relief. Yeah, it. You know, it's nice to be validated because, you know, I I fucking have been through drama yeah. and it sucks. And, like, I always just thought they were kind of, like, just kind of bad things that happened to me. Not, like, actual, like, it was actually trauma, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was really nice. But, and I, you know, talking to her, like, so I'm allowed, it's okay that I have this trauma. And my yeah. trauma is valid and how I feel about it mm-hmm. is valid. Not that, you know. How I feel about, like, trauma mm-hmm. <laughs> is valid. But it doesn't have to define me. Yeah. And, like, oh, this thing she said to me recently, she said, fuck closure. And I was like, whoa, because I'm a big okay. person. Like, mm-hmm. I like for closure. Like, I need closure. And she said, no, you know what? Fuck closure. And she goes, think about it this way. Like, if someone shot you in the face, mm-hmm. why would you go back to the person that shot you in the face and ask them and ask them why they shot you in the face? That's a different way to look at it, and I think that's yeah. a good way. Closure. Not everybody deserves closure or your closure. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm gonna work through this on my own. Like, yeah, my closure is for me. Yeah, it's not for anybody else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's basically what she said. She said, "You, you can make your own closure." And she's like, and you can heal yourself. Yeah. She's like, because you are that strong and you have that power. And she Aww. was like, so, because my boy problems, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm trying to get closure, trying to talk it through. And she said, you know what? If he doesn't reciprocate or anything, that's his loss and that's his mm-hmm. problem, not yours. Yeah. She's like, because you tried everything yeah. that you could and you did it with grace and you did it with, you know, setting your healthy boundaries and... You know, that was hard work and you deserve to, you know, if it, he doesn't risk rate, that's not you. Mm-hmm. It's not you. It's him. And so she's like, so that's your closure that you need. And I was like, oh, I, I love, love that. I love her. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Jamie. Yeah. So um, that's my number three. Your trauma is valid, but doesn't have to define you. I love that. So... When Angelica was saying her number third, <laughs> her third uh, thing that she learned in 2019, I gasped. Probably, <laughs> I hope you hear that. Somebody replay that back. <laughs> um, so for my third thing that I learned in 2019 was work through your trauma, past or present. So I feel like we as people shouldn't go through life resenting things that have happened in our past or things that are happening currently. And I feel like you need to work through traumas so that you can, you know, go on through life so you're not sitting there, you know, constantly worrying about why a situation happened or how you could have changed a situation. And instead, processing that it was a real thing, 
Yes. Processing that it upset you or however you feel about it. Work through it by accepting it. And if that means expressing it to the person or expressing it to yourself silently, so be it. Like, figure out a way to go through your traumas, either as you were a kid or now, and do that. Because I think for me, I, when it came to, like, my parents, I kind of resented a lot of things that, the way that they treated me, like, um, as a kid or even recently, and I think that projected itself into me being a very harsh and very standoffish like person when it came to my family. And I don't think that anybody really understood it. And they were like, I just came off as like a fucking asshole. So I think that what I want to try to do in 2020 is be more expressive about the way, you know, about things that upset me and work through my traumas without having to resent it later on so that it doesn't affect later relationships or affect how I see myself or affect how I see others and yeah that's my third one I think that's so funny I love yeah. that it's just so funny that we had the same one on the same line the second and third yeah the same that's crazy so work through your traumas y'all <laughs> past or present don't let things that hurt you when you were younger affect how you are Ooh, sorry. feeling now you have to be able to express that or you know work through it yourself so yeah, what's your number four? My number four. Um, so number four is it's possible to have friends who won't take advantage of you and Aww. appreciate you mm-hmm. for who you are. Um, I love that. So I think, like I said earlier, I've had a lot of people take advantage of me and my kindness. Um, yep. And it's really hurt. And so, you know, Setting healthy boundaries is important, but um, what I love is that the people that I have in my life right now, like mm. the friends that I've made here, I feel like I don't have to do that because they mm. genuinely, you know, like me <laughs> as a person. As a yeah. person. And that's just kind of crazy for me because I had a best friend of three years and she, you know... She just was an emotional vampire and I gave everything to this person Mm -hmm. and they would take any little thing that I possibly did wrong or that what they thought was wrong Mm -hmm. and they used it against me all the time to Mm -hmm. make me feel bad. And like, even though I had apologized for that thing like 10 hundred times, it still was like came up and I, yeah. And I even was like, Hey, I've already apologized for that. Like, I don't know what else you you want me to do, but like you bringing it up so much, like makes me feel bad. And like, like I don't know what else I can do for you to like make up for it. Or like, you know what, like to have you fucking stop bringing that thing up. And it wasn't even the thing that she brought up wasn't Mm -hmm. even anything that I did bad. Mm -hmm. Like I would literally do the thing that I asked her to do for Mm -hmm. anybody. Like, even my worst enemy, like, I would do that. I asked them to sit in the same restaurant as as me when I went on my first Tinder date. You told me that. With a guy that was 11 years older than me. You told me that, yeah. Yeah. So, and I paid for their food. Okay. And they never, ever let it go. Yeah, because it becomes to a point where it's like, are you... 
Do you not like the fact that I did it? Or do you just want to sit here and pester me about it so that you can assert like some sort of dominance or being, so you can be an asshole to me? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. I don't know. And it was just, and I was like, I would do that for anybody. I would do that for a stranger. Like, yeah. hey, will you just like sit in here and tell my date's over just to make sure that I don't fucking die? I'd be yeah. like, yeah, for sure. So what did, what, what did this person say to you when you guys would argue about it? Why would they, what would they say? You made me sit there. Yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, remember when you made me do this? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God. Or like, whenever I would be like, hey, like what you're doing kind of is like shitty to me mm. or like is making me feel bad. Like, mm -hmm. or, you know, like, if so she would be like, oh, well, you remember that one time you made me do this? Like, that's how I felt. So they're using it as MO. Yeah. To keep tallies on you mm -hmm. so that when something went awry in your relationship, she could use it against you. See, and, yeah. the, and it's like, did you even do it out of the kindness out of, out of your heart? Or were you just doing it because you were pitying me or you were being like, ew. Yeah. And grossed out. Yeah. Um, that person was not. Yeah. Not my friend. And, um, you know, that was hard. And I've just had a bunch of other people take advantage of me in like a similar way and mm -hmm. like use my kindness mm -hmm. against me yeah, and just kind of take advantage of it. And it's just been hard. So, you know, I like, I make friends pretty easily, but it's not like no one's super close to me oh. except for, and like Maddie was the first person yeah, and she was kind of, the person who made me realize that I deserve more than that because yeah. she showed me that I can get more than that yeah, and that I deserve what she's giving me. And yeah. so that's why she's my best friend. I love that. Um, mm -hmm. But I've found people out here who have done the same thing. Like mm -hmm. you and mm -hmm. Danny and Sarah, like, mm -hmm. gosh, like, Sarah is so important to me, and I love her so Sarah's much. Such a kind hearted. Oh person. my god! Yeah, and like you with our podcast, mm -hmm. and and just me and Danny at work, like, and none of you, like, all of you are so so genuine about yeah. your friendship with mm -hmm. me, and like, no one's ever asking me to like do something for them or mm. like, you know, or like expects me to yeah. you know, do something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's so, it's nice and refreshing. And I feel so loved by Aww. the three of you. And um, I'm going to cry again because I just love my friends. I am so like getting closer to you three mm -hmm. was the best part of Aww. 2019. The best part. I love that. Yeah. I'm so glad. So, so it's possible to, you know, I learned that I can have friends like that. And I deserve friends like that. Yeah, so. of course. I'm going to hug you now. Yes. <laughs> what's, your, <laughs> what's your fourth one as I silently sob? <laughs> this kind of ties in into my last one, my third one. And I wrote, moving forward is your own path. Um, so in regards to, you know, the way that you go about your life, it is your own journey. I've said this multiple, multiple times. Like, it's just that you shouldn't have to compare yourself to the journey that other people are going through 
and compare it to yours because everybody has a different journey. And I feel like, you know, if you're moving forward in life, you shouldn't look at somebody and be like, oh, why didn't I do this in my career? Why didn't I do this in my, um, with school? Why didn't I do this with this person? Basically what I'm saying is move forward how you want to, because who gives a fuck about what people are going to say? It's, it's just, it's pointless because why, why, why would I want to, why would I do things the way that other people want them to do? Yeah. The way that they're going to do it when I know that's not going to satisfy me mentally, emotionally. Like, yeah. I just feel like that's pointless. Why would I? Yeah. No, I feel like my big philosophy, like, you know, about just people in general mm. is like, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. No one's going to give a, give a fuck. As long Most as things like, are not that important to other people. As, like, do whatever you want as long as it's not harming yourself or others. others. Yep. And, like, that's what made me kind of be like, oh, I want to be my true self. Yeah. And I want to like the things I like. And, like, that that goes for the same as you. Like, it's not hurting anybody mm-hmm. that you're not going, in school right now. Yeah. You know? And I've and, constantly thought about that. Yeah. Like, I felt that I was, like, you know, disappointing other people. And I think it just got to a point where it's like, relax. Yeah. Like, think, you can, you know, think your way through this. You can, you'll be able to work through this. It's not as serious as, most things are not as serious as people believe. Yeah. And I think our brain tells us, like, constantly, like, you suck, you're this, you're this. And, like, our brain never has our back. (laughs) Like, can we just talk about that? Right? Our inner saboteur. Our inner saboteur is our little, literal brain. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What did I do? I'm saying this shit right now, but then in five minutes, I'm going to be doubting everything that I just right? said. Yeah. Why does it work like that? Fuck a chemical. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, saying. yeah. Why? I, I think it's kind of, maybe, maybe, maybe it's just mental illness, but yeah. like, why do we always think the bad things first? Mm-hmm. Like, what, and like, why do they stick the hardest? I, and I think, and my therapist actually and those are talked the hardest to me about this. Things to yeah. go through. So she said it's because it's there's more feeling to it, yep. and it's easier to respond to the bad things than the good things. And because I, why you know, though? But yeah. why have we been so <laughs> desensitized and you know like taught? Why has our brain been taught to you know? attract the bad yeah expel like the good you know yeah. like we don't really admire like the good things that we do yeah ever yeah like are there they're very it's very you know minuscule that we appreciate the little things that yeah we, that yeah. we do for other people or for ourselves yeah like in therapy i love her being like you have come so far and you're doing mm. all these things. And I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I have. And then like the next day I'm like, I'm a fucking loser yep. and I'm going backwards and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then I see her again the next week and she's like, you're fucking great. And yeah. high-fiving me and shit. And I'm like, yeah. And it's then like- I leave and I'm like, no, I'm a... Like, that's her job to say that. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, she is not going to say things. That's she, what she's there for is to be honest and to help. You know, so there like we go. Our 2020 goal is to how to create, you know, like everlasting, like good, like how goodness, do we, yeah, goodness, like how do we, how do we expand that so that it's not from just the dark, yeah. How do we not like? I don't know. Yeah, 
How do we get to a point where it's we, you know, we can eat, we can balance out the good and the bad. You know what I mean? I yeah. Mean, how do we keep it going? How do we be able to appreciate it longer than five fucking seconds? Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, we'll fucking do it. Okay. Okay. Your fifth one. My and fifth last. one. Um, <laughs> on a lighter note, um, <laughs> men still ain't shit, and they <laughs> always will be shit. So <laughs> that's you know that on that will always period. be fucking the worst. So <laughs> I th- I've really just <laughs> so I, <laughs> I was looking through the. Um, list of movies i watched in 2019 mm-hmm. and like f- probably like 10 of them had the lead character as a male mm. so i was trying to like pick out like oh who are my favorite actors of mm-hmm. like 2019 and i could pick out like two <laughs> i was like i didn't watch any movies with any male leads because i don't give a fuck what they have to say yeah. like half the time yeah but god they just suck okay. i don't know even like even if it's not romantic still fucked up like whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just it's dumb. It's so dumb. Why? Why they gotta be like that? All the time. Straight men. Straight men is what I'm talking about. Straight men if you're listening. And mean gays. You're over it. Mean gays. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> let me let me talk about a mean gay. <laughs> There's a mean gay at our work. <laughs> tall and very standoffish and very I, this is what I perceive, so whatever. He could maybe not be like this at all. But from what I've gathered... Well, he's mean to us. He's mean so to that's us. that's all that matters. <laughs> he just comes off way too, like, like ugh, at us. Every single... Yeah, like, he's, everything. like he's better than everybody. Or, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't have time, like, time to entertain stupid bullshit. Yeah, but it's like... like you know, and... I've tried like, to be he's nice. he's too good. It's just... Yeah, he's really... It feels like pompous. Yeah. Like, I've tried to be. Yeah. No. I've been so nice to him. I'm like when he, And now I'm at a point where I'm like, yeah. okay, bro. He right. came in New Year's Eve and he was like taking a picture of our front table. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, you know, you're doing so, like social for you're whatever. You're just trying to create know? a conversation. And yeah. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, like that's perfect with the, the glittery hat we have out. And like the theme for like Las Vegas was mm-hmm. like paint the town gold. And yeah. I was like, that's perfect. And he was like, yep. And then like walks away. And I was like, I was being so nice to you. <laughs> like what the fuck, bruh? Like whatever. Like nothing ever. I'm not going to. Yes, I am. <laughs> Say it. I just feel like nothing ever comes off as sincere with him. Yeah. Everything comes off as like some weird, like bad performance of him, like showboating that he's like, you know, it's like, just because you're fucking tall, it doesn't mean you can look down on us. <laughs> bitch. Well, that bitch. goes into my fifth one. So, men ain't shit. Um, Even the, some gay ones. <laughs> some gays. Just men in general. They just suck. Including me. No. Um, I should probably take my own advice. My fifth one is, one's perception is not your reflection. I love rhyming. Yeah. I said this in an open letter to 2020 that I wrote on my Instagram recently. Which I loved. Go Thanks. look at it. I that I needed to get that out because I just wanted to like say my feelings. I'm my notes app is a fucking is my brain. If you want to know who <laughs> I am, go look at my notes app. Um 
So I wrote one's perception is not your reflection because for me, like my entire, entire life, I would constantly listen to what, you know, people said about me or how people perceived me. And I would take that as a way to judge myself. Yeah. And I feel like, like I was sick of doing that. And I think I came to a point where it's like, I need to, if someone's perception of me is negative sure maybe I could try and change some things but it's not who I am at the core of my being maybe that's you know toxic and unhealthy for me to say that I don't know maybe it's me being like fucking I don't even know no no. but and I just feel like I I should take my own advice like we shouldn't we judge people we judge ourselves by our intentions but we judge other people by their actions yeah so and I feel like we should try and most of the time work through our perceptions of other people and of ourselves with the fact that their intentions lead their actions, not their actions lead their intentions. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know if that completely doesn't make sense at all. (laughs) You don't need other people to validate you. You are valid on your own. You validate yourself. How, um, I love, this is my favorite RuPaul saying Mm -hmm. is, uh, what someone thinks of you is none of your damn business. Yeah. What's well, none of my damn business. Yeah. Just you keep... Keep you, on pushing. Yeah, if you can't... What... Like, one... Yeah, I'm sure people could see and, like, change their opinion on you. Mm-hmm. But don't do anything mm-hmm. to, to, you know, don't try yes. to change that don't... person's opinion. Yeah. Because that's that's how they perceive you. That's not you. You know, yeah. that's not who you are. Uh, Probably is not who you are as a person. Like, that's just how they see you. Yeah. And, you know, because most of the time, like, people don't see all of me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, my friends do. Yeah. You know, and, like, I'm trying really hard. I have a hard time opening up to people. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying really hard to be vulnerable and, like, be there with my friends and be me. You know? And so, if that means that they... If whatever, they don't like that, then that's their problem. They don't have to be... Like like you said, you can cut someone out of your life. Like, you don't need to be... You don't need to be around me if you don't like me. Like, Mm. that's fine. Yeah. I should... You know, I... I, But again, I am one of those people that's like, I need everyone to like me all of the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, I'm trying to get out of that. Yeah. Um, So, I... Like, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like we just need to... How many times did I say I don't know? Take a shot every time. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Just don't don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yeah. You know you're. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I'm gonna totally edit that entire. That's thing. fine. <laughs> I remember. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't reflect on like certain things, or if you're if someone says that you're treating them badly, I'm not saying yeah. that like if someone's telling you that you're treating them a certain way and you have taken note of it, I'm not saying that you should just like. Walk around and be like, oh, she said this about me, and oh, I yeah. this is that, and I don't believe in that. But it's like if you're hurting someone in the process of looking at yourself, maybe it's time to change. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying like, I'm just yeah. saying that if people are, if you know in your heart that you didn't treat someone this way, or that you are not this way of what somebody thinks of you, then I don't think that 
yeah. you should harp on it or you know yeah. go any further into yeah no, 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 no. depths of your brain yeah so like for example like that ex-best friend mm-hmm. she's toxic she was a toxic person mm-hmm. in my life so i cut her out now if she were to tell me that i was toxic to her mm-hmm. that's how she feels mm-hmm. and i'm like not allowed to invalidate that yeah. all i can do is apologize Mm-hmm. For being a toxic person in her life, and it was never my intention to be toxic, as mm-hmm. I'm sure it wasn't hers, you know. Yeah. Um. Maybe I don't know that. Perhaps. But mm-hmm. again, I can't. I can't. You can't say that people are wrong in how they're feeling because yeah. that's genuinely how they're feeling. Yep. So all you can do from there is talk about it and apologize, and then either come to try, a solution yeah, try or... and make yourself better or come to like a and a compromise yeah compromise yeah like just yeah come to a midpoint where you guys can both meet each other so that it's not a like a shit show of emotions yeah 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 so yeah those are yeah those are the five five things things. that we learned in 2019 (laughs) yeah um and are gonna try to continue into, into 2020, 2020 and the <laughs> next decade. Yeah. <laughs> and forever. <laughs> so what are your goals? Just kidding. That's fucked up. What no. are your goals for the next decade? That's a long, that's going to be a long last. Yeah. I mean, I hate New Year's resolutions. Like I don't, I mm-hmm. don't ever like make a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. I always make a goal. Yeah. For the year. Mm-hmm. So like 2019, my goal was to start figure skating again. Mm-hmm. Now, I only went figure skating once, and it is because Sarah took me figure skating. <laughs> so I did a I not good that. job. <laughs> but I did it. Sarah helped me do it, so it was perfect. And I, that made me cry a little bit because I was like, Sarah helped me accomplish so, my goal. Like, so that was sweet. so sweet. So I love that. Um, so my goal for 2020 is to continue there you go. Um, setting healthy boundaries. I love that. Yeah. I don't know my goals. I don't have any. Just kidding. Um, I think my one of my goals this year is to you know, um, you know, be more creative and do more of the things that I like. And you know, instead of constantly thinking about what I want to do creatively, do it and see how it works out. Like, I don't know why I'm, I'm such a scaredy cat when it comes to things that I think of all these things that I want to do and I get so excited and then I never do it and then I regret it later and then I fucking harp on it later and then it goes through the cyclical process of me doubting myself. So 2020, doubt yourself occasionally, sure, because <laughs> I know it's going to be really hard for me to, not, yeah. to you know, work through that. It's so. a process, you know? So yeah, and hopefully go back to school. That's yeah. what I want to do. That's why, that's why, you know, I just set one goal. I'm like, that's, <laughs> an, like, something that I could not easily do because, like, I didn't, like, you know, I don't want to be easy on myself. But, mm. like, something that is possible, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's not an unatta- unobtainable goal. Mm-hmm. Like, something that I can actually do. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, Yeah. For our participation, yeah, if you I want, say yeah, that. send us your 2020 goal or, yes. or um, a you lesson learned. you learned in 2019. So you can send yeah. that to us at our Twitter. Yeah, our Twitter is Cosmic Relief PC, and our Instagram is Cosmic Relief Podcast at Cosmic Relief Podcast. And then our, our Gmail our is 
at Cosmic Relief Podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. If you got this far, tell me how many <laughs> shots you take took for how many times I said I don't know. I'll probably edit them out. So, who gives a fuck? <laughs> we don't want to get you too drunk. Um. <laughs> They're like t- two minutes in. Oh, Devin, <laughs> come on. Come back, dude. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you we for missed listening. you guys. Yes. 2020, we're going to put out. <laughs> Try to be consistent. Try to be consistent. Yes. Yes. Hey, we were pretty consistent for a good while. I'm proud we of that. We had us, a good okay? six week run. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Bitch. We you just... know, sometimes those podcasts and look at us. we just need to take a break. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> and you know, we started it and look at us. We're seven we episodes. Deep, we so. did start. I'm proud of us for even starting. And I yeah. was and I was so proud of us for like doing it, you know, mm-hmm. consistently. Yeah. So yeah. And it's okay. We are giving ourselves a pass. We go for taking yes. a break because it need, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it needed it happened. <laughs> so, so yeah. Bye guys. Bye. Love ya. Bye.